0: Welcome to Behind the Bookshelves. This is episode 19. My name is Richard Davis, and this Abe Books podcast is dedicated to telling the stories behind books and the people who love them. Today we're talking about The Great Gatsby, and particularly its dust jacket. F. Scott Fitzgerald's novel from 1925 can be found everywhere, bookshops, libraries, classrooms. You've probably got a copy. It's loved by readers for its exquisite prose, but it's also adored by collectors, primarily for its dust jacket. You know the one, Deep Deep Blue, a melancholy set of eyes shedding a tear above the skyline where there's either an explosion or a flash of blinding light. When complete with its original dust jacket, a first edition of The Great Gatsby is one of the most expensive modern editions on the market. Just such a copy sold for $180,000 at auction in 2009 this value comes almost entirely from the dust jacket which is important in several ways one it's beautiful an art deco masterpiece one of the defining symbols of the jazz age the artist was Francis Cougat who did no other dust jackets it's called celestial eyes that deep blue and the eyes are almost hypnotic Two, Fitzgerald loved it When he saw the proposed artwork while writing the novel, he wrote back to his publisher imploring that the artwork be saved for his book, because he'd written the themes conveyed by the art into the novel. Those eyes are female. That's Daisy Buchanan shedding a tear. Look closely into the eyes and there's a couple of images of naked women reflected in the irises. 3. This is the important bit. Dust jackets had been temporary things until this time they were considered protective devices to be thrown away once the book was at home hence publishers didn't put much effort into decorating them and sometimes covered them in advertising for other books by combining a beautiful piece of art with a book the publisher Scribner's was creating a marketing tactic that is universal today. Around 18,000 first editions were printed Fitzgerald had already written two novels and two short story collections by this point. However very few firsts complete with a dust jacket have survived. That scarcity inflates the price. A first edition Gatsby dust jacket can be identified by a typo. J Gatsby is spelled with a lowercase J on the back cover and that J was hand corrected into a capital J by the publisher on every first edition copy not a nice job for someone. I actually prefer Tender is the Night to The Great Gatsby, but I seem to be in the minority. Hollywood especially likes Gatsby, it's the wealth and the car crash I guess. That melancholy cover is also apt for F. Scott himself. He died before Gatsby had been labelled the great American novel. He worked in advertising before his debut novel, This Side of Paradise, was published in 1920. It sold well, and he turned to writing full time. He married the love of his life, Zelda Sayer, but she suffered from schizophrenia. They were two deeply flawed individuals, and it was a tumultuous relationship. In the end, F. Scott's short story writing sustained his income, but helped to burn him out. The man wrote more than 150 short stories in 20 years, most of them at least 5,000 words in length. That's a lot of work. And those stories stand up to anyone else's in the 20th century. The Fitzgeralds weren't good at financial planning, and they were often in debt. Scott, an alcoholic since college, became notorious during the 1920s for his extraordinary heavy drinking, which seriously undermined his health by the 1930s. Fitzgerald died of a heart attack at age 44. He died believing himself a failure and his place among the great writers was not secured until the late 1940s when the Great Gatsby experienced a revival and was widely classified as a remarkable piece of American literature. Fitzgerald was fascinated with youth. He appreciated what it was to be young and cool and beautiful. Who doesn't identify with that? Romance is so important in Fitzgerald's writing. He put it into an American context amid the music, the money and the parties. He portrayed falling in love as a glamorous and sad thing. Fellow author Dorothy Parker attended his funeral. It's been reported that she murmured "the poor son of a bitch," which is of course a line spoken at Jay Gatsby's funeral. So that's all we have time for this week. Thanks for listening. My name is Richard Davis from Abe Books. If you like the show, please tell your friends or like it or share it or tweet it or leave a comment. And we'll see you next time.